Hi everyone, welcome to Wednesday Night Prayer Time Together. I'm glad to share this moment with you. It's August 5th, it's my birthday. And birthdays make you think about life and what you've done and where you've been. And, and also for me, it's been a really good day just to think about how God has worked in my life and the lessons He's taught me. So I'd like to take a journey with you today and begin to look at some of the things that God has done in my life and how I'm very appreciative of His kindness towards me and my family. You know, this is my birthday, but it's not the most important day of my life. The most important day of my life is when I gave my heart to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I remember that day. It happened before I went to school one morning. Before I was in first grade, and earlier that week I was pondering different questions about life. I remember asking my mother, I said, Mom, I said, what would happen to a little boy if he never received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? What would happen to him if he died? My mom looked at me with a serious look and she said, well, I guess if that's the scenario, that, that boy would not be with the Lord. He would be forever in hell and not with the Lord in heaven. And she let me think about that for a week or so. And I began to ponder that. I wanted to be with the Lord. I wanted to have him as a Lord and Savior. I knew the stories of the Bible and I knew how much I loved Jesus. And so one morning, I woke up early, long before my mom could wake me up. And I remember coming to the door uh, of my room and looking down the hallway to the left and uh, hallway to the right and to the left was the kitchen area and to the right was this little small hallway but I thought it was big at the time and the very last room on the left hand side was my mom and dad's room my dad had already went to work and so I ran down to my mother's uh, uh, my dad's bed and my mom was still asleep and I woke her up and said mom I need Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior that morning, I got to kneel beside my mom and dad's bed and, and ask the Jesus Christ to come into my life that morning. What a change that made. Now I was still young. Uh, it was for, before first grade, and so I did a lot of things bad in my life, but he changed my life that day. The Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God, to those who believe in his name. Who are born not of natural descent, or the will of the flesh, or the will of man, but of God. So I'm thankful that day the Lord worked in my life in such a powerful way that I could receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Now ever since that day I've watched God teach me lessons. You know the greatest thing about being a believer and a Christian is watching God work in your life and to enjoy the journey as I tell a lot of people around here. Be able to just relax in what God wants to do in your life and the lessons He wants to teach you. He's taught me a lot of lessons in my life, and he's given me a lot of blessings. I remember as a young man in college, I was able to go on mission trips. and I remember going on two basketball trips through the Baptist Collegiate Ministry from the University of Tennessee. The first basketball trip I went on, God taught me about trusting the Lord, even when I feel there's great danger around me. I remember going to an AIDS leprosy colony, and getting outside that, that van that day, and stepping out into the open air. I remember pausing and getting very nervous inside because I smelt something I never smelt before and that smell was the smell of rotting flesh because these people were dying of AIDS and leprosy this is in the early 90s and so a lot of fear struck me that moment in time I remember God began to work in my heart that day and saying you still need to minister to people these are my people even though they're sick and I remember gathering up my courage and beginning to walk around this little area that we were at it was called Chicken Cod it was an AIDS leprosy colony in the middle of Africa Zambia and I remember coming across this little boy and taking his picture. This little boy, he was a, a beautiful little boy, uh, but he had his little protruding stomach, his little bitty shorts hung off his waist a little bit. He was dirty, he was dusty, but the most important thing was God wanted me to talk to him. 
he was he 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 was dirty, he was dusty, but he was God's creature. He was God's creation. He was he was a human being that God wanted me to minister to. And so uh, the Lord began a dialogue with me, saying, "Why don't you go over and talk to the boy?" And I began to talk to the Lord and say, "Lord, I I don't know. Uh, he, he's past the point of health. There's nothing I can do. He might have AIDS. He might have leprosy. And besides, Lord, if you really want me to talk to him, let all my friends feel the same thing you're doing in my heart right now." The Lord said, "I don't want them. I want you." Now, I would tell you that I did a good job and went over to the ministry of that little child, but that day I didn't. I walked away, and when I got to the top of the hill, I began to cry because I realized that I didn't do what God wanted me to do. And God just wanted me to trust Him with the small things, a hug, a sharing food, a word of kindness, and believe that no matter what the situation seems like, no matter how big the fear might be in your own heart, that God's bigger than all those things hard lesson learned that day, but he taught me that day. He, there's a big word in the Bible called sanctification. The word sanctification means God is continually working on you, continue moving your life, continue shaping you. And he had a chisel on me that day to help me understand that he's big enough to take care of those uh, moments of time when our fear and our faith collide. Then I remember a few years later I was in Mali, uh, still a young man in a basketball team, and I was able to play uh, basketball there in Mali against their international team, and it was a great experience. But I remember that one day God taught me that a little small thing like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and 32 ounces of water can make a friend. We had went up this, went up this, uh, me and my friends had went up this little mountain to be able to have a devotions together. And along the way, the journey up this little mountain there in Mali, uh, some little boys began to follow us and try to just check out who we were. Uh, as we went up the path, they didn't say much to us. They were just kind of just seeing who we were, what we were about, and why we were in their backyard. As we got to the top of the mountain, my friends got a spot that was a nice clearing and began to lay out their food and begin to get their Bibles open and have devotion. The little boys actually got above them on a rock. I like to take pictures. And so I got above the little boys and my friends to take a picture shooting the little boys on the rock and, and shooting my friends in the picture uh, below them in that little opening where they were going to do devotions. And as I had taken the picture, the Lord began to speak to me and says, uh, once you make your friend, these kids hadn't eaten a day, give them your peanut butter and jelly sandwich and your 32 ounces of water. I thought, Lord, what good can a little small glass of water, 32 ounces of a little bit of water I had in a little bitty uh, container and, and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich do to be able to make a friend or make a difference to these boys? There's, there's a bunch of them. There's like seven or eight of them. And how could this help them? And the Lord said, watch what I can do. And so I gave them a little peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a little 32 ounces of water and they begin to take that little peanut butter and jelly sandwich and break off little pieces so that every boy could have something. I was amazed. I think Children's State was just the first person to take it and say, it's mine. But they didn't. They took care of each other and loved on each other. And then they began to smile and laugh. And they began to interact with me. Then my friends saw that and my friends came up and started giving food as well. And we had some, made some beautiful friends that day. They laughed with us and cut up with us and we couldn't speak their language but we had a good time just interacting with them. I learned that God can do a lot of great things with little small things in our life if we're just obedient to God's Word. After that, I remember also that another part of my life was I got to marry a Christian woman. Uh, Deanne Gregory has been in my life for over 20 plus years, and I'm glad to call her my wife. And She's a praying woman. She's a woman of God. She loves the Lord and spends many days just in His Word and having devotions before Him. I've been blessed, and what a gift that was. And so on the process, process of the Lord teaching me stuff and showing me things, He gave me a great gift of having a beautiful uh, wife like I do. Now, I'll tell you this. So from that, Lord has blessed me with six children. And me and Deanna have experienced the joy of raising these six children. And true, the Bible is true. 
uh, a man who has a quiver that is full of children are blessed, and I have been blessed with that. But along the journeys of me and Deanne, along the journey of life, we also were missionaries overseas. And there's many days where I had to find my faith being stretched when I had dinging fever and had malaria, and the doctor said you might die, and I had to trust the Lord. I remember really trusting in Psalms 91 one night. God just told me to read that to find comfort in Him when I was battling dinging fever, and then I was going to make it the night, even though the doctor said I could die. I learned to put my trust in Him even in difficult times that He would see me through. I remember also in our, in our, our life uh, experiencing the sorrow of a friend not coming to faith. We had a friend, and our friend was um, uh, a driver. He helped get us around uh, Benkulu, not Benkulu, but Bandung, Indonesia. And a uh, great friend. Talked to him many days about the Lord and about Christian faith. I also would get him to. Uh, to translate some of my uh, uh, English into Indonesian for me so I could be able to speak to people better about God's Word in Indonesian. One day I asked him, I said, Pot Checha, I said, you've heard these stories about Jesus. Would you like to have Jesus as your Lord and Savior? And Pot Checha was an Islamic fellow. And he said, I'd love to have Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I can't. Because if I do, I'd give up my position in my family, and my family would be ostracized by our community and I cannot take that risk and be able to hurt my family. That day my heart sunk because I realized my friend had rejected Jesus as his Lord and Savior. These days, those days pressed on me that the need of always sharing Jesus, always praying, and always making sure that we're sharing our faith with the world. The Bible is very clear in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So I've experienced a lot of things in my journey. I've experienced the great joy of marrying a wonderful wife, having great godly parents. I've experienced the joy of seeing God see me through tough times. I've, I've experienced the sorrow of not always trusting God, but learning from it, or seeing a friend reject the Lord. So here's my word of encouragement to you. The Lord is working faithfully in all our lives if we're believers. Some of you are listening to this tonight or during this life a lot longer than I have, and you experience the grace and goodness of God. Some of you might be younger and you're still trying to figure out, is God going to be faithful? Yes, He is. He sees us the tough times of life and the good times of life. And so I just pray and continue to pray that you will understand that God is with you. He never leaves you nor forsakes you. And He's always kind and gracious to you. I'd like to lead us in a word of prayer. And I want to praise God with you tonight. Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear Lord, for your love and your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your goodness and your kindness. Thank you for that you're always with us. You're watching over us. Thank you that you give us your love and grace and blessings of life that we don't even know that we're going to receive and you just shower them upon us. You have been gracious and kind to us. Thank you for all the many blessings again in Jesus' name. Amen. Now on a side note, I want to just uh, again thank you all for your wonderful uh, kindness and how you've shown me kindness as well as your pastor. And this week I've received a chocolate pie, some banana pudding and I, on my desk over there. I also have... Um, some of my favorite candies and so Butterfingers were sitting on my desk of some kind of I don't know who gave those to me but thank you for that as well I appreciate your kindness and have you show me your great love of being your pastor here it's a joy ministering with you I also want to thank you for those who have already started giving towards the project of our hundred eighty thousand dollars we're trying to raise to be able to repair things in our B-Wing building that needs to be repaired uh, we're going to be able to start on one of the projects already because you've already given so much to be able to start the project and so thank you for that we still got a long way to go, and so continue to think about how God wants you to give towards this project. If you have a friend or a family member who Everett Hills has ministered to them in a, in a special way in their life, and they want to help out too, please let them know. 
they can be a part of what we're doing here as we continue to move forward for God's kingdom to share His truth throughout the world. God bless you all. Thank you so much. Go in peace.